They say it's not how you start, but how you finish. But for the Pelicans this year, the whole season may come down to them getting off to a good start. I'll explain why it's key for the Pelicans to get off to a good start if they want to make the playoffs. It's Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Thursday, it's a game day for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's not in Houston. This is the Birmingham game. I got all of my dates mixed up. So the Pelicans are on the road, but a home game in Birmingham. This is cool. I like that they do this. And it's just a way to tie the G League team in. So we'll recap the game tonight. This is going to come out. This show's coming out. It's technically the Thursday show on YouTube. It comes out like Wednesday night. I'm going to go live after the game on YouTube. We'll kind of recap that and then do the live show. So it'll be a live show just a little bit later than we normally do. So if you want to hang out after the Pelicans game, win or lose, talk about the offense with me. We're going to go live probably like three to five minutes right after the game goes final. Maybe we'll even just go live like in the fourth quarter or something. We can just all hang out and watch it together. So, of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast coming to you like nobody else does, breaking down the offense, the defense, trade requests, other things, all of that here. We cover it all. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. If you want to support the channel, become an everyday or listen Monday through Friday. If you're an everydayer, you know what we're talking about today, getting off to a fast start. So this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Okay. Let's get into the main topic of today, and we'll touch on the NBA GM survey in the third segment. The Pelicans don't get a lot of love in there, and it's interesting to me in the places that they do pop up, so we'll touch on that at the end of the show. But the first two here is about getting off to a big start. I have said, the Pelicans have even said, this is a prove-it year for them. They're at a bit of an inflection point, a crossroads, if you will, not the cool kind where you sell your soul to the devil to learn how to play the blues. You know, they're at a decision point with everything. They need to decide on a direction. You know, games are not won on paper, even though they have a talented roster. The core needs to show what this team is. You need the right data to make decisions. And the NBA's trade deadline is February 8th. This roster is not perfect. There's holes that need to be fixed, opportunities to be addressed, all of those things. And I don't know if they're capable of making some decisions on that right now because of the lack of data. So if you want to make a move and the Pelicans are in position to with all of the draft picks and some of the young players they have, you need to know who you are, what you have. And to do that, they need to be playing at a high level. That's why preseason practices, all of that matter very much right now. It's why we read so much into everything in yesterday's show after just one half of preseason looking at the offense. You know, 
if they just get out to a slow start, do they really have a read on who they are and can they make a move at the trade deadline? And the trade deadline is going to loom large for them. And we'll talk more about that in terms of the salary cap in the Western Conference in the next segment here. Because they're in this prove-it year, they need to make long-term decisions on Brandon Ingram, on Zion Williamson. We've heard some rumblings of them exploring certain things with those guys. So getting off to a fast start and realizing like this is the group we have, this is the group we're going to build around, I think is really important. Because if they want to make a move and be competitive this year, you got to do it. And you only have up until the NBA's trade deadline, and they do need to make a move a little bit sooner rather than later. You know, if you get into a fast start and you go eight and two over your first 10 games and you look good, you know, do you then maybe not make a change? Or do you realize we can be even better if we add, if we trade away Jonas Valanciunas? And someone yesterday in the comments on YouTube said, Jake, you're always trying to trade away Jonas Valanciunas. And it's just like, reason I'm doing that is because the Pelicans are also trying to do that. It's not not a me thing. It just doesn't really fit, though he worked relatively well in the preseason game the other day. But if they want to go with Zion at the five, and that's exactly what they need to do, to be able to make a move, you need to justify it in a sense, right? You need to prove that you're good enough to continue to go further into the luxury tax. And that's why they need to get off to a fast start. A lot of this is going to be selling ownership on it because we know they don't ideally want to pay the tax. They'd probably like to reca- uh, recoup all of the money you get, right? That's a number of th- uh, it's one thing a number of y'all have pointed out to me that I've forgotten to mention, so I'll mention it here again, and thank you for that. You know, it's not just that they're in the luxury tax and you have to pay dollar for dollar that amount. It's you don't get the luxury tax payments. All that luxury tax money gets split up between all the teams not in the luxury tax. So if you could get $10, $15 million by not being in there, it's not just that you're paying an extra $5, $10 million to be in the luxury tax. You don't get that other money. You add that together, Right? That's all of a sudden looking at like $20, $25 million they're missing out on. To miss out on $25 million, you need to show that you are competitive. So if you want this team to make a move that's adding talent to the roster, they need to get off to a fast start. They need to get off to a fast start. You know, look at their schedule. The West is tough, and we'll talk about that more in the next segment here. You know, with no guaranteed wins, 12 of their first 20 games are at home. You have to take advantage of that. You need to go out and prove it. You need that fan support there. You need the players buying into that this is working, that they need to commit themselves to the high level because we've seen with some of these guys, and it's one player, it's Zion, right? That you got to be committed to what you're doing here. A fast start is going to help justify everything the Pelicans are putting in place and trying to build. So it's so important to get off to that fast start, partially because the back end of the schedule too. And also because the West is just brutally tough, but we want them to be competitive before they really go in and go all in and go, okay, we're going to be a contender. You got to take that first step of proving it. Otherwise you're asking them to take a massive leap and that's not something that they're going to do. So get off to a fast start. Show that you're capable of another step this year. And I bet that starts to happen. And ownership buys in more. And that's really what this comes down to. 
It also means fans will show up, more gate revenue, more concession revenue, more merchandise revenue. comes down to money at times. So doing all, a fast start is going to help really build what this team is looking to do. And the West is tough, and their salary cap situation isn't great. Let's look at that because, look, if things go sideways, the trade deadline looks very, very different for New Orleans this year, potentially, and I would like them to avoid that situation. I'll explain what that situation is coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And the app is super easy to use. Everything's laid out. They show you some of the most popular same-game parlays out there. So you bet, bet a little bit, and you can win a whole much, a whole bunch more money. They also have spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season, tip off the NBA season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and the official sports book of Locked On. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, the number one Pelicans podcast. We are here Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to interact with me more outside of the YouTube comments, Join the Locked On Pelicans Insiders group, the subtext down below. You have to sign up for it, but you can then text me, and I text you back right to your phone. It's a great way to interact. I really enjoy doing this with y'all. It does cost $4.99 a month, but look, you get a 14-day free trial, and if you don't like it, you don't have to pay. Don't worry about it. The show's still going to be free in five days a week for y'all, but if you want to have another way to support the channel, we don't do Patreon, we don't do shirts or merch. It's all just talking basketball with y'all. And that's the best way to interact with me. As trade rumors start to fly, you're definitely going to be seeing me more active in there and sharing things that I'm not going to put really anywhere else. So let's continue on talking about the Pelicans needing a fast start this season. So we just said it's to get ownership to kind of buy into what they're doing, right? And saying, okay, we approve this. And David Griffin at Media Day said, you know, we are under no mandate to avoid the tax or anything like that. Maybe right now they're not, but that could change. Now, maybe it won't. Maybe they can pay it if they want, but with potentially twenty million a $20 million swing for or against you with all of this, there's no reason to pay the luxury tax for Kyra Lewis Jr. or one of these other guys on the roster necessarily. You pay it for Zion, B.I., C.J., sure, but some other players, like you don't need to pay the luxury tax for that. And that's not me trying to save Gail Benson money. It's just making a smart business decision for this franchise. So look at the Western Conference. Look at the Western Conference out there right now and tell me what is what are the easy wins? Name a team that if you were to just put the Pelicans against, you go, there you are for sure going to win that game. Is it Houston, who added Fred Van Vliet and a couple of other young vets to them that make them a tougher out than they were before? Like, the Pelicans are favored, certainly, but I wouldn't say that's just a guaranteed easy win. Utah has a lot of depth there. They have some nice players in Larry Markin and others, and look, they beat New Orleans pretty handily last year. The San Antonio Spurs with Victor Wembinyama. did you see him in that first preseason game? He looks like the truth. 
They'll still beat the Spurs, I think, but is it going to be a little bit harder than what we were expecting? You know, Portland is maybe the team that's like kind of rebuilding the most out of everybody there. But when you look at their first five guys or so, it's not terrible. DeAndre Ayton's not a bad player. Jeremy Grant can go out and score and do things. Shaden Sharp looks to be a much improved player from last season. Scoot Henderson is a guy we all really liked. There's a number of players that they have out there that are going to make them a bit of a tough out. Anthony Simons as well. They're not necessarily going to win a ton of games, but I don't think you look at them and go, okay, guaranteed win and we can just you know, sleepwalk through this. The rest of the West is tough. Memphis, Denver, Dallas, Minnesota, the Warriors, OKC, the Lakers, the Clippers, Phoenix, Sacramento. All of those games are tough. The West is going to be an absolute bloodbath this year. So say the Pelicans get off to a poor start. Say at the trade deadline, February 8th, they're hovering at 500 or a little bit below 500. Is ownership then going to say, okay, pay the luxury tax? They're not. You're going to be on the outside of the playoffs looking in, knowing you still have a gauntlet of games to come. And ownership likely, don't know for sure, is going to say, make a move that gets us under the tax and we'll figure it out this offseason. And then all of a sudden, the Pelicans' playoff chances evaporate because they won't be looking to improve. They're going to be looking to cut salary. I think that is a very realistic scenario on the table if they don't make it to February 8th with a strong record, or really like February 1, and it gives them a week to figure that out. The final 10 games of the regular season are hard. They have a lot of home games in there, but they're against tough teams. OKC, Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, Orlando won't be an easy out. San Antonio is San Antonio. Those are your two easy home games there, but the four before that, OKC, Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, isn't good. Then you go on the road to Phoenix, on the road to Portland, you can win that game. At Sacramento, though, is tough. At Golden State is tough, and then you finish up with the Lakers at home. That is a rough 10-game schedule. You have six really hard games in there, and four other games that are like, we'll see. Who knows what those teams are doing by then? That's not going to be easy for the Pelicans. You need to get off to a fast start, one, to get ownership to not want to sell parts off because, look, what if ownership is like, we're 500, the second half of the schedule is pretty hard, save the money because we're probably on the outside looking in anyway and we don't need to not make or bring in like $20 million. Also, if you are slightly over 500 by then, you know, or you've been doing well and you do get off to a fast start, it gives you a cushion for those final 10 games when things are tough. Your playoff seating could go from being outside of the, you know, safely in the postseason, avoiding the play-in tournament to being in the play-in tournament because those games are hard. You need a cushion at that point, I think. There's just no guaranteed wins anymore in the Western Conference. I was talking to Antonio Daniels about this before the preseason game on Tuesday night, and he agreed. It's hard to win out there. The Pelicans have the talent to do it, but they they just have to. Because if you hit February 8th and you're not that good, can you justify spending that kind of money? I mean, you can't, right? It's not my money. Freaking spend it. But... Will ownership, will others, or are they going to wait this offseason to try and figure it out? Which could also mean blowing it up. We heard David Griffin and Trajan Langdon say they're going to do a hard evaluation on all of this and go, okay, this hasn't been working. 
We haven't gotten the data we need. We can't keep going this way with everything. So getting off to a fast start for like so many different reasons is important for this team. Are you worried about them trying to duck under the luxury tax, not pay it because they're not good? Or, you know, do you want them to go and make the right move, find the right center, find the right wing guard, whatever it is, because they have the pieces to do that, to get ownership to go, okay, push all the chips forward, go and make it happen. There you go. You know, I think it's got to be you get off to a fast start because you cannot crumble late in the season like the Pelicans kind of, you know, did in the play-in tournament there. That was so disappointing. It took the wind out of their sails with everything. So that, I believe, is one of the biggest things that they need to do this year. Getting off to a fast start is as important as it's ever been before just to keep this forward momentum and really keep them on the right track. So coming up next, NBA GM survey. What does it say about the Pelicans? Well, it says, as I drop my pen here, a lot of what we've said before, prove it year. Let's break it down coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Every dayers, tomorrow, we're going to be live after the Pelicans preseason game in Birmingham. Going live, talking with you, breaking down what we saw, just doing the show live. I'm going to do more of this this year. It's going to be a couple of mix-ups, a little bit of a change to the rhythm on certain days and things, and I'm looking forward to all of that. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day in the number one Pelicans podcast. So the NBA GM survey came out. I always find this kind of interesting because it does give you a feel for the landscape of the league from people who are in the league. This is not a bunch of talking heads like myself, ranking players or things like that. This is the people who kind of make the decisions around the league doing all of this. Now, I don't think all the GMs fill this out. I think they just give it to somebody and say like, hey, go do this because I don't want to deal with it. But it does give you a little bit of insight into kind of like taking the temperature of the room reading the landscape of the league, taking the temperature of the league here. So when you look at the Western Conference rankings, you know, New Orleans is tied for seventh, actually. Denver, Phoenix, Lakers, Golden State Clippers, Memphis is sixth. New Orleans and Sacramento are tied for seventh. But New Orleans is boosted by one person picking them to finish second. You can't pick your own team in this. They got a fourth place vote and a second placed vote, which really boosted them up. The Sacramento Kings got... That puts, I forget what the numbers are here, but 13% for fourth place. That was all they got. New Orleans has one believer out there and then one kind of believer and then a lot of people who don't believe in them at all. Okay. It shows that no one really has a great measure on this team and that people in general are kind of fading them a little bit. And when you look at them going position by position, you know, best Small forward in the league, there are no votes for Brandon Ingram. Best power forward in the league, no votes for Zion Williamson. And as you keep going through it all, it's just, huh, they're never really mentioned in here. You know, they get one vote for which team will be most improved this year, showing you again, you know, they missed the postseason, that a lot of people don't truly believe in the Pelicans and where they could end up. And I don't think it's because they don't think they're good. It's just how many times do you need to be burned by this team 
to get you to stop voting for him, right? It's part of the reason why New Orleans isn't having as many national TV games as they've had in the past because folks just feel a little bit like bitten by them, I think. And they're tired of like getting hyped up and believing into the team and all of a sudden then being just let down. You know, they're also flying under the radar in terms of individual players. When you look at defense with all this, it's shocking to me, right? No votes for Herb Jones in who is the best defensive player in the NBA. Okay, maybe not overall. A lot of big men are there too, right? You have Giannis, you have Kawhi Leonard, um, Draymond Green and such. But what about who's the best perimeter defender in the NBA? Not one vote for Herb Jones. That one kind of surprises me. Most versatile defender in the NBA. Not one vote for Herb Jones, who is the best defensive team in the NBA. Pelicans were sixth last year. Not one vote for them. When you look at, you know, which head coach runs the best defensive scheme and look at how many players New Orleans cycled through last year and still had a good defense, not one vote for head coach Willie Green. They are really flying under the radar with everything. They did get some votes of which active player will make a best head coach someday. Someone picked Jose Alvarado, which I really liked and thought that was cool. They got some votes when it came to which team is most fun to watch. And I think we all agree. And I think most people around the league agree that they can be really fun to watch if they're healthy. But again, it's just a lot of people out on the New Orleans Pelicans this year because of how many letdowns they've been. This ties back to what we were saying in the beginning of the show, right? Prove it. You want these accolades. You want the recognition. You need to prove it. And they have not done that yet. And this is the year that they absolutely have to. Prove it to the rest of the league. Prove it to ownership. Prove it to you, the fans, to show up and spend your money at the arena. Those are all of the things that are really going to get this team kind of back on track because it does feel like they've fallen off, right? They got no votes in which team has the best young core. That was something they had been like a staple on. Oklahoma City Thunder, 73% of the vote. Cavs, 10%. Orlando Magic, 7%. Also receiving votes, Pistons, Rockets, and Pacers. No New Orleans Pelicans. It seems, you know, with Trey, with Zion, B.I.'s still really young. And I don't know if there's a cutoff age for them to really kind of factor that in. It's just kind of surprising. And it tells you why, hey, look, if you think the Pelicans are going to be good this year, you can get really good odds over on FanDuel for their win-loss record, the over-under on wins this year. So go get in on that. It's going to be an interesting year for the Pelicans. They need to get off to a fast start because you need people to start believing in them and that these players are good to increase their trade value and for them to make the right move at the trade deadline and be allowed to make the right move before or up to at the NBA's trade deadline. So there you go. You think it's important for the Pelicans to get off to a fast start? I do. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'll see y'all Thursday live after the game. Enjoy watching the game. I'm looking forward to recapping it with y'all. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll see y'all in a little bit. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. 
American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.